Welcome to Slice of Life. Because a bite was not enough, you've listened to Brenda's Bites for years, and now Brenda is expanding her show to include lifestyle happenings from around the region. Now here's your host, Brenda Alacy. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of Slice of Life. I hope your January is going well. Looks like the weather's finally turning and feeling a little more January-like, but uh, no complaints for me. I'm loving walking around in shorts in January earlier this month. Well, it's Brenda Alacy here with another edition of Slice of Life, and as always, we appreciate you tuning in. If you want to hear who's coming up on the show, you can always check my Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram accounts under my name, Brenda Alacy. And uh, we also send out an email from Intercom studios about who's coming up and you never know who might be on the show this week we'll be talking to a gentleman who knows his way around the money scene but uh, from week to week it changes and i might be talking to a pharmacist one week a realtor a lawyer a doctor uh our chef so it's fun it's all the movers and shakers in western new york always a pleasure and a privilege to be here so without any further ado welcoming back one of my favorite people bill deacon Bill is a senior financial advisor with McCollum Christofferson Group, located right here in Amherst. In fact, they're located in the same building as we are here at Entercom Radio, and that's 500 Corporate Parkway right in Amherst. Good morning, Bill. Welcome back to the show. Well, thank you. Good morning to you, too. So Glad nice to, to Yes, it's a pleasure to have you here. It's so nice to have you in studio to talk about um, financial matters. And I imagine, yes. Bill, with the new year uh, now underway, are there different things that people focus on once the calendar flips to a new year? Yeah, I think so. I th- people start to think about their goals for the year. It seems like the, during the Christmas season, everybody's enjoying the holiday, connecting with relatives. And January 2nd or 1st, that's like t- you know New Year's resolutions, time to get to work, time to think about investing. So our phones are usually ringing off the hook right after January because people are ready to talk about this year. You know, I love that, Bill, because there's, I think, a real analogy to be made because oftentimes those resolutions come up, you know, the tried and true ones that we hear about year in and year out, weight loss, breaking bad habits. But it sometimes is a wake-up call with the, with, uh, the new year that people think, you know, I've got to get my act together financially. So what you do at McCollum Christofferson is really multi-pronged, right? What, what, how would you describe what the purpose of your firm is and who you help? Well, we are wealth managers, so we really help the mostly the crowd of, of people that have had a 401k where they've accumulated a certain amount of wealth over a 15, 20, 30-year period, and they're ready to either stop working altogether or they're going to try a different career, but they still they need access to their funds and they need it to grow. They also don't want to be paying attention to it like they were when they were working. They're just like, I don't, I don't want to think about that anymore. I want to go do the, in, the things that I'm interested in. So we help people with those rollovers, uh, not only to grow those assets, it, but also to live on them. So we help them come up with not only strategies for growing it, but strategies for distributing it. As well as we have, I'm a certified financial planner, and I help with the whole how do we be efficient with everything you're trying to do? How do we preserve some of this for your heirs? How do we you know, minimize taxes? Uh, how do we avoid what we can? Um, and you know, how do you enjoy the life that you've saved and you know, you've saved for? That was the whole purpose of getting to retirement, is to right. enjoy something new. And that's the whole point, too, when it comes to retirement, isn't it, Bill? That people want to be able to feel secure that they can enjoy their retirement, hopefully in good health, but also in good financial health. Mm-hmm. So that they have enough money. They don't have to worry about running out of money by the end of the month or the end of the year. 
Um, so do you hear that quite a bit, that concern? Is it the primary concern when it comes to retirement? Yeah, I do hear that concern quite a bit. Um, a lot of it is tied to the notion that the stock market, for most people, they think of it as a gambling ring. They don't, they don't really connect the, the products and services that they purchase as being connected to the companies that sell them, being connected to those companies growing in size. The, the, there's a huge disconnect, and people think mostly it's, I can't lose it because you know the stock market's a gamble. I'm like, no, no, no. A gamble is a zero-sum game. There's one winner and multiple losers. With the stock market, if a company has earnings, we all win. The company doesn't have earnings, or their earnings go down. We all go down, but it's not a gamble. It's it is logical at the end of the day. Well, there is logic, and there is a tremendous amount of research that McCollum Christofferson uses, and I know that that's a big focus of your firm. Does that make you different than some other firms locally? Yeah, I think um, our primary focus is investor behavior modification, and really, in, in effect, any advisor that you're working with, whether it's us or whomever you're working with, they their primary job, the reason they get charged a fee, is to help you to behave in all kinds of markets, because there's really two kind of twin evils that the average investor deals with, fear of loss, fear of missing out. So when the markets go down, people fear loss. They don't... They, they connect that with, oh my gosh, I'm losing all my money, when it's really just a temporary setback. Those are times to take advantage of, of the opportunities to invest further in good, solid companies. But when markets are going crazy up and they're like, wow, I can't believe it, the markets are up 30, or we're right in the middle of this last year, we saw this 30%, people begin to think, oh, I don't want to miss out, I've, I've been on the sidelines way too long, I need to get in. And they're not thinking properly about how to get those long-term returns and to balance those. Wall Street is built on fear and greed, they always say. I, I like it better to think of fear of loss, fear of missing out. Yes. Um, because there is that, that possibility. And we should mention, too, Bill, for uh, McCollum Christofferson really handles folks who have $500,000 minimum investments, correct, and up. That's correct. Okay, good to know. And if you'd like to call the firm, it's 854-5400, 854-5400. One of the best staffs I've ever worked with. I've worked with you on some media projects, and uh, my husband and I have talked to you about something. You've, you've taken mercy on us. We certainly don't have a lot of money, <laughs> but you've been very helpful as a friend. So we appreciate your... Uh, your professionalism and your willingness to help. And so I definitely highly recommend a McCollum Christofferson Group. Nobody's paying me to say that. I say that from the heart. Wow, they, thank you. You're welcome, Bill. Well-deserved. You and Catherine Christofferson and the rest of the firm uh, really are pros and are buttoned up and know what you're doing. Because there is a lot of fear, as you mentioned, as mm -hmm. we were talking about how um, clients with investment behavior modification react. Most investors, you've told me, don't distinguish between currency and money, right? That's and correct. if I hear currency and money, I'm thinking that's the same thing. Right. Most people do think yeah. it's the same thing. Currency is a medium of exchange. So it's like a, whether it's the U.S. dollar, the Canadian dollar, it doesn't matter. Whatever modem of currency, it's a, it's a mean of exchanging. What money is, it's a store of purchasing power. So at trendline inflation of 3%, a dollar loses 60% of its purchasing power over a 30-year two-person retirement. So inflation erodes the value of the dollar over time. So the, long, the, the goal of the long-term inv of investing is to protect one's purchasing power. So I like to explain it like this. Most people come in, especially at retirement, where they're either not going to work anymore or they're going to slow down work, and they're going to be relying on what they've saved. 
they think about the dollar and they go, it's almost like if you had it in front of you, they'd say, I have to know, I want to make some money on this dollar, but I need this dollar back. And then what I'll do is I'll bring them through an example of a dollar and I'll fold it, you know, in a third. And I'll say, well, in 20 years, if that's your goal, I'll give you this back and you can buy this much. And they usually go silent. What? I said, because your job isn't to preserve the value of that dollar. Your job is to create the next dollar. Yes. And so investing comes with its fun. It's upward and downward volatility. That's the price we pay for long-term returns. But if you can get the idea that you use this money for purchasing, the beauty is the companies that are selling you the product and services you're enjoying, and you know, before you retired and after retired, they charge you money for it. And over time, inflation goes up and they charge more, which means that companies are more profitable, which means ever-increasing stock prices. Uh, of course, there's interruptions in that, given economic cycles and things like that. But the general idea is, inf- as inflation, as things cost more, they charge more, they make more, we make more. Most of it seems like common sense when you explain it that way. It's very simple. It's, I'm it, simplifying it, it but yeah, a, that's the a, framework. Right. And I love the uh, the visual that you uh, show people in terms of the dollar bill and folding it in threes. I think that really helps bring the story home when it really isn't simple, let's face it. But when you have a complex issue that you're trying to explain to somebody sometimes it helps to show something in a visual sense or an optical sense so uh, I appreciate what you're saying Bill and you were talking about cyclical we're talking about investments and you had mentioned that human behavior is pro-cyclical whereas the totality of people's economic behavior is counter-cyclical now we're talking in circles here right right (laughs) cyclical circles yes it is and how do you mean Okay, so with countercyclical behavior is the like if you've ever seen the JCPenney's doorbuster sales, they do them every week. It's the biggest sale ever. It's a blowout, you know, and, and they're going to sell everything in that store for what you know. Come Saturday, it's going to be a whole lot lower than it was on Friday, and so when people see a sale, they behave, they demand more products and services because it's countercyclical because they're thinking the lower I have to pay, the better. When it comes to investing, investor, the average investor is pro-cyclical, meaning that as things go down, they don't want it. And when things go up, they want as much of it as they can get. When If they just connected that counter idea to their investing, just like they do to their purchasing habits, they would solve a whole lot of problems. <laughs> they, they would, they'd, be, they'd be fantastic investors if they did that with proper portfolio balance. There's right. a whole financial planning process that goes into, okay, we know markets go down and they stay down for some time before they come back. So we have to have some things in place. As much as I'm an enthusiast in the stock market, you have to have protective measures in place. I'm not suggesting that. But what I am suggesting is in those seasons where stocks do go down, that is a prime opportunity to think of it like you think of the doorbusters. I love it. I love that analogy as well. We're talking with Bill Deacon. He is with the McCollum Christofferson firm here in Amherst. You may have heard uh, Bill's voice on some other commercials that we've had here at Entercom on WBEN and on the Bill's broadcast on WGR. He, along with CEO Catherine Christofferson, have uh, been talking about their firm and what makes it different. We'll delve into that next as Slice of Life continues on this Saturday morning. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for $28.95 and get a $10 O'Reilly gift card after mail-in rebate. Protect your engine from sludge and wear with Mobile One full synthetic motor oil at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Shaq Sports Hour. Sports fans, we're talking all-time most heartbreaking moments. You're on. Shaq, I sent my husband to get an Epson Ecotake printer, and he bought the wrong printer. Ooh, that's bad. But as far as sports... He bought one with cartridges. Yeah, cartridges are a pain, but... The Ecotank is cartridge-free. Comes with a ridiculous amount of ink. Your husband owes you big time. Let me talk to him. Already taken care of. He's giving me a foot massage right now. Say hi, dear. Hey, Shaq. Nice. Nice. Sports Hour. Sponsored by Epson Ecotank. Just feel and chill. Get your Epson Ecotank at Staples today. At Booking.com, our search filters make it easy to book the perfect place to stay to check off any New Year's resolution. Want to be more active this year? Book a resort with a fitness center at Booking.com. Check. Want to shorten your commute? Book a ski lodge right by the lifts at Booking.com. Check. Or do you want to worry less in 2020? Then book a vacation home with a relaxing hot tub. Check. At Booking.com, there's a booking for every resolution. Download the app and book now. Nature Valley brings that satisfying crunch that gets your family going again with real delicious honey and whole grain oats. So get out here. Nature Valley Oats and Honey Crunchy Bars. The original crunch. Car crashes don't happen in slow motion. They happen fast. In a crash, there's no time to check if your child's in the right car seat. Don't think you know. Know you know. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Thanks for tuning in to Slice of Life. Now back to your hostess with the mostess, Brenda Alacy. And welcome back to this edition of Slice of Life. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. And my thanks to Kevin Carr, who is taking care of all the technical things behind the glass and behind the buttons. Thanks to the K-Carr, as always. Well, we're talking with Bill Deacon, uh, or if you prefer, William Deacon. What do you prefer, Bill? I prefer Bill, William, <laughs> if I'm in trouble. That's usually <laughs> we'll how I'm in the house. Bill in that case, right? <laughs> yeah. Bill has been with the McCollum Christofferson Group, which is uh, a financial advisory uh, company here in Amherst, New York, for 20 years. You've been in the business for almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. And what uh, would you say makes McCollum Christofferson Group a little bit different than some of the other financial firms in the market? Well, you know, I, we emphasize financial planning. I'd say that makes us similar to most organizations. But the way we do financial planning isn't in a cookie-cutter approach. I love illustrations to show people how their money's going <laughs> to grow and how long it will last and all those things. I always think that's like the surface level of what we need to do. We really need to get into the heart of how do you, what do you want to do with the money while you're living and what do you want to see happen when you're not living anymore and you're giving a legacy. So we want to dig in a lot deeper into kind of their wish list for life what they wish for when they're living what they wish for when they're no longer with us and they're giving passing it on and so a lot of that takes time to talk with accountants about taxation and how can we you know pay the least amount and we have to pay something right we it's legal we have to do it but let's not be crazy about it and how do we transfer this over to the next generation again with efficiently without a lot of excess taxation and how do we meet the, the goals and desires that they have. The, a lot of people, too, are dealing with children who are have special needs, and, and they may not be able to inherit money outright. So we have some expertise in that area of helping, uh, at least being involved in the process with attorneys to set up trusts and, and things it's, that can help with that. It's terrific because you you really have a lot of connections with other uh, professional organizations, entities, corporations that can help other people. Obviously, you can reach out. You can be a resource. Yes, absolutely. And you see all sorts of things, I'm sure, over the many years that you've worked in this business. Um, and there's also something called sudden wealth, right, where if somebody yes. inherits some money or perhaps wins some money and they don't know what to do with it. And you hear stories, Bill, about, for example, professional athletes who have a huge amount of money 
uh, that they've gotten in a short period of time, and maybe 10, 12 years down the road, you hear that they've been bankrupted. Yes. They're bankrupt, and you think, how in God's name is that possible? <laughs> I know. So sudden wealth has to be managed properly. That's correct. Yeah, because when you come into a sum of money, psychologically, sometimes where it's a, a situation where somebody is widowed, they feel guilty. There's there's a process of the, that person dies. They're like, I, 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 want, I want that person back. I don't want this money. I feel guilty for having it. So sometimes it's working through that kind of experience. There are times where people are working through euphoria. They have a wish list or a bliss list that they've always wanted to do if mm -hmm. they had X number of dollars come in. And immediately when it comes in, they're like, well, I've always wanted to build grandma a new house. And I've always wanted to give to this charity. And I've always wanted to help out Uncle Ned, who's always down in his luck. I've always wanted blah, 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 blah. And they don't stop and think about, well, what about you? What, what would you do with this? Because now you have alternatives. Certainly you can have those things that, that you're looking for, but let's slow it down. We, we usually counsel people that come into that situation to make no decisions. Write your list of things you want to accomplish. Let's just, and tell your relatives that are clamoring at the door for money, just say, my advisor and I, our team of advisors, are <laughs> discussing what we're going to do with this tremendous wealth. <laughs> you know, just slow it down and right. think about what you want to do and then make a plan for it. And some of those things you may discover in six months or a year, they're not as important to you as they were when you when it first happened. And some things are really important. So then you start to prioritize. Yes, so. it gives you some perspective if, if you plan it out and take some time, take a breath. Uh, I want to get back to what makes you folks different. Uh, you have um, a very solid roster of companies with whom you work, Bill. Places that, that people would recognize. Names like Apple, Procter & Gamble, Disney, for instance. Um, that's part of your philosophy, right? Wanting to know what your clients and what you own? Yeah, what makes us a different, and thank you for pointing that out, is we don't generally use mutual funds or exchange-traded funds. We pick individual companies. And the reason we do that is we like to know what we own. So we own companies like Apple and Microsoft and Procter & Gamble. Those are always going to be with us. They're going to steadily grow over time. But then we try to find those companies that you probably have never heard of that are mid-sized, mid-capitalization mid size, that pro provide the opportunity not necessarily to become the next Apple, but will have those types of prospects ahead of them because they're growing in new areas. So we're constantly, it's a constant evaluation of what is available out there, trying to you know, manage a person's wealth with knowing the companies we own, the management structure, you know, who's, you know what, what kind of sales are they having? What, what are their trends? What have their historical trends been? Um, and, and what kind of financials do they have? Do they have good or bad balance sheets? And if they violate any of our criteria, well, it's not necessarily kicked out, but it's a candidate to be reevaluated. Um, so it's a pretty strict criteria, though, that we follow. Um, and that discipline has served us well it over certainly, many, many years. It certainly has. Uh, I know you have a very strong customer base uh, that is extremely loyal to McCollum Christofferson. Mm -hmm. And that says a lot right there. To me, that's the greatest compliment. Yeah, uh, referrals and the loyalty of that base. Uh, does it ever drive you crazy if somebody calls you up and says, hey, Bill, my friend's brother-in-law just told me about a hot tip about this new company. Do you get that or is that something that you don't get at your firm? Well, occasionally we do get that. I, a lot of times I, I, I will tell people it generally it takes a minimum of, of, you know, 20 hours, if not longer, to understand a company, and that's just getting started before you can ever introduce it into a portfolio. So where somebody says, you know, I found this company, it's called Shmulevitz Devices, and they make this new Shmulevitz <laughs> You heard thing. about that too? I, I have. I've wanted one. I'm like, well, you know, it sounds like a wonderful idea. Uh, certainly, I wouldn't, 
you know, chance maybe you're serious money with that. But if you have a hunch and you're following it, then <laughs> God bless you. I don't know that that would be what we would uh, put into your portfolio because we always call this is your portfolio for serious money. Not that I don't mind the occasional new thing that comes along, but we, we do try to discourage, you know, pe- people from obviously doing that with us. But if they want to do it on their own. Just don't take money you can't afford to see go down for a while. That's the key. Now, your management philosophy, or excuse me, your investment philosophy is built on three pillars at McCollum Christofferson. Mm-hmm. Strong financials, strong management, and products and services in demand. And when you talk about the things in demand, Bill, are there things like that we're talking about now, the Apple products, for instance, that everybody's clamoring to have, and other things? Is that what you mean by in demand? Yes, things that are in demand like that, or growing trends. Like um, the millennials don't use banks like maybe as a 50-year-old I would, or, or other people that are, you know, been in the workforce for 30 years they use money mobility strategies like cash app and venmo and things that are make my head spin and so there's trends that are going on with the younger group and the and the group that's following the millennials that they do things differently than we do them so we try to find out before those ideas you know a lot of those things get started out and they're really interesting but they're very scary because they don't have any financial stability to those companies. But once they become mature and mainstream, you can catch some of those things before they become the next Apple. And, and if you're paying attention and doing your homework, you can, you know, you know, find one of those. It's certainly where your uh, research comes into play. Yes. Uh, yes research I, department. Yeah. I love the fact that you, uh, you're able to do that because of the research you do and, and the thoroughness of that as well. Uh, and I don't foresee that changing anytime soon at McCollum Christofferson. I do want to point out too, Bill, before our time is up, that you and your, your colleagues at the uh, firm make yourselves available to clients to help uh, discuss the matters with accountants, their attorneys perhaps, and insurance agents, and even visit Social Security appointments. That really is going the extra mile. Oh, well, thank you. We find that, especially where there's a life change or somebody's been widowed in particular, that that loss that that person has gone through, they have to make decisions at some point. And my experience is usually they're just, they're just not in a position to have to make those, or they're, they're in a position to make them, but it's hard to mentally grasp those things. So a lot of times we're note takers, listening what's going on, what is being recommended, because when the person comes back and goes, what, 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 what's happening? And we can go, no, this is, these are the alternatives mm-hmm. that you have. And, you know, we kind of think these are these two are better than these two. Um, but you don't have to make a decision right away. But here, here's what it is. And then they can come back to us because we've taken the notes. And then after decisions have made, two years down the line, and they're like, boy, I'm really glad we did that. Why did we do that again? Well, we, had, we were there at those meetings, and we were recording what, what was decided. And that way, when you're finally settled in to your new life, you can go back and go, oh, okay, good. I'm glad I had a second set of eyes or a second pair of ears it, to hear what was going absolutely, on. It can be absolutely overwhelming yep. to be in those situations. Before we close, Bill, I'd like you to talk a little about the leadership of Catherine Christofferson. It's unusual to have a female CEO in your line of work. Uh, what's it been like uh, having Catherine as a colleague? Oh, she's fantastic. She has been – now, I – she has been with Harold C. Brown and Company, whereas McCollum Christofferson, it's a long story, but it's spun off of that company. She's been working with her partner, Chuck McCollum, uh, who he's, uh, he's still with our firm. He's retired from client contact, but he's, a, he's part of our research staff. Um, she's been, since 1982, the two of them have been working. Then I came on in uh, the late 1999 time frame. 
and she's wonderful. She has a very good sense of financial planning. She's she's been through a major bull market. The first, you know, the 1982 to 2000 was a great bull market. She's been through a full bear market 2000, you know, uh, 2000 to 2013. She's seen it all. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's all that breadth of experience that she has that I, I came on board a little bit later. You know, I'm younger, and I came on board a little bit different in that cycle. But she has two full bull and bear market cycles and tons of wisdom that comes along with that. And a wonderful person to talk Absolutely. to and, and, and trust your uh, your most uh, private financial you know uh, calls and, and moments with. She really engenders that feeling of trust. She engenders that trust, and she also fights for people. Yes. She fights for if something is going, and I've learned that there's a tremendous asset that I've gotten from her, that she she fights for something that if something is wrong or something's not quite right with somebody else giving her advice, she she fights for them. And Beautiful. I think that that is a great asset that she brings to clients. William Deacon, uh, Bill Deacon, when he's not in trouble, McCollum Christopherson Group. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Bill. It's been enlightening, as always, talking with you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. That'll put a wrap on this edition of Slice of Life. We'll see you next week, and thanks, everybody, for carving out some time this Saturday morning. Thanks for listening. Brenda will be back next Slice of Life on ESPN 1520.